0: Hello! Hello! Hi, Charlie! Hi, Harry! Hey! Welcome
1: to this week's episode of... Generic Ear Porn. <laughs> I'm Harry White.
0: And I'm Charlie Oldham.
1: And we're hey. back at it again. Back at it!
0: Yeah, oh. sorry, for the, sorry for the outage. Apologies, viewers. We've had, let's just say, a few, few, few stressful weeks. Not yes. only with work, but also... In the personal sphere
1: yes Charlie, uh, if i would like to ask if our audience could refrain from any flash photography no flash, any, photography today. No, flash
0: no flash photography or anything uh, mentioning of any running or marathons of any sort that would be lovely uh,
1: Charlie, <laughs> on a lovely holiday to berlin recently
0: i did the uh, yeah. the land of the bratwurst and the lederhosen and many other things in between um they, yeah Went off there, Harry, to attempt to run the Berlin Marathon. Mm-hmm. It was going to be with a lot of friends, which was going to be a quite nice thing. Some were going to do it for charity, some were doing it for pure fun. How I many was, friends
1: ended up doing it?
0: Oh, just, just two, including myself. Cool. That's um, all you need? It's all you need. Um, and yeah, it was just going to be a nice, uh, nice little saunter, explore around Berlin. Uh, the idea was we were going to take it very slowly, nothing to yep. prove no times um
1: enjoy yourself enjoy
0: a nice healthy jog really just keep it like that but as we all know uh sometimes it 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 starts like that but then starts it digresses digresses because you want it to end and you want it to end quickly (laughs) um so (laughs) let's just say all
1: right let's get it uh, out
0: there let's get it out there so i I, am at the 23rd mile so not far from the end uh, I collapsed and I collapsed right in front of the uh, fire brigade station so great place to collapse fantastic place to collapse um, and then was transported to a little hospital uh, where I had quite a few uh, I think three seizures epileptic seizures never had them before in my life so that was interesting um, and how old are you Charlie? And
1: I'm 26. Yeah, 26, I mean, I know that because of the same age. But I thought the audience might appreciate that's exactly incredible oh, yeah. age to have your first seizure.
0: Incredible age. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so then moved off to another hospital where mm-hmm. Germans looked after me very well. Thank the Lord for Charlie.
1: Sorry,
0: Yeah, thank the Lord for socialist uh, healthcare still, mm. <laughs> which was very helpful. Um, and I left on Monday and I sent myself out because I couldn't stand uh, staring at the same clock for any time longer. But there we go. So that was an experience. Um, pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, what, like so, um, mem- m- memories of almost like near death uh, within that seizure moment, which was pretty, pretty vivid. Really? Still- so
1: memories of feeling like that, but not surely you yeah. weren't actually close to death at any point
0: yeah no, Great. feeling that feel, yeah, completely feeling like that, going to like a big white room with lots of very odd angles and kind of feeling that you know your time has, wow. your time times come up. so yeah, very I didn't very know about big, that.
1: so so, so what was it what's it actually like? Uh, the experience of having a seizure if you don't mind going into that?
0: So, I mean, obviously, I was unconscious for like half an hour, forty five minutes. yeah and like when you have a seizure you, all your limbs seize up and you, you know, you start to kind of your head starts to kind of rock from side to side and your eyes kind of go into the back of your head. And basically there's this kind of synapses in your brain that haven't connected. And, right. um, yeah, you, I mean, I don't really know what's what was happening in the body, but in my head, in the head, I was thinking, I, I think because, uh, your body's probably thinking what the fuck is happening Mm. my head was also doing the same and I thought I was in some sort of like hospital and I was under this sheet but I couldn't get up and I could only move my head from side to side um and And so you were looking
1: around a room that you weren't
0: yeah yeah exactly and uh there was like a lot of people in there that I thought were dying and it was horrible.
1: Oh my God, that's bizarre.
0: Yeah. I thought it was like some sort of like end of life place where people are kind of like transported to when like there's, there's no help that can be done. And they were put in that one big room and you hear people, you hear people going like, like passing away, like every so often. And then my time came and all the doctors apparently, uh, stop talking and then i was like okay it's me now oh god and then when everything went really really warm so hot like really like really warm feeling and i went into this like like white room and i was like is this the white room that i'm gonna have to stare at for eternity and that really scared me because i couldn't shut my eyes and i was looking at side to side of this like it was this shape it was like room made up of loads of different angles and shapes um, as if you're like in a prison almost. Mm. Um, and I was like, fuck, am I going to have to look at this for ages, forever? That's it. And then obviously woke up what few, maybe not long after that, mm. where the, where this woman kept on going, she kept, kept on shouting my name. And I didn't realize if I was like in the dream or in real life. And I was actually in the hospital and I'd woken up and I was looking around, but I didn't believe it was a hospital. I thought it was like. <laughs> You thought thought you were
1: still in the room. (laughs) Still in
0: the room. Um, But anyway, there we go. That was that.
1: Did you you experience that for a long time? You say you're staring at the room, you're worried. But was it? Yeah,
0: I felt felt like I was staring at it for hours. Wow.
1: Yeah. Very odd. That is so strange. And I wonder how long you are actually experiencing that for.
0: Exactly. But note to self, people have epileptic seizures all the time. And people live with this. So um
1: god yeah and, and was it painful no it wasn't painful no. so it was... wasn't
0: pa- wasn't painful
1: no so when you were there in this room and stuff like that and you're experiencing heat and mm. stuff you, you weren't actually feeling your muscles contracting you
0: no nothing feeling...
1: n- nothing like that couldn't feel, couldn't feel like your body at all but your body was moving sort of contracting while you were you possibly. were having this experience,
0: possibly. Yeah, I don't know how serious it was, um, but I think they have ruled out anything serious, which is which is what you want to hear. Um, mm. And I've probably just got a follow up next week where they will go into more detail. But there we go. That's that's a life experience for you, everybody. Um, yeah. Make sure you eat lots of bananas and water before doing a marathon, because I obviously. Oh, didn't.
1: is that apparently what would have. As something that would have prevented it uh no 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 it was going to happen anyway
0: oh uh, yeah you think I just
1: yeah prob- this yeah. isn't the first time you've experienced this sort of disc. like you oh you you experienced you came uh, after a really long car journey you came to brighton mm-hmm. and you experienced some sensation in your spine do you think that was related to this N- no no
0: that was um that was my pelvis out of place which okay uh, which was basically causing some distress on my spine. So that was something completely unrelated. But oh, still.
1: wow. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: well, there we go, everyone. There we go. There we go. A little a little health uh, update. A, a kit update, let's just
1: say. And we'll. <laughs> Charlie's good. He's here with us. Yeah. He's I not in the pit, big white room.
0: I had a pit stop in Berlin, and yeah. uh, they changed a few tyres, and...
1: We're good to go. Engine, re- engine revving. Yeah, uh, and yeah. on to the topic of the week. And the topic of the week is... It is Facebook's big old shutdown. <sighs> so we are taking sides. Uh, I'm taking the side of... So one of the, one of the debates surrounding this is uh, whether Facebook have too much power Um, essentially Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram all shut down this week for six hours. Um, And the world is kind of freaking out. It's adding to this debate about how Facebook are seen to be too powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm gonna take on the stance that I don't think they're necessarily too powerful, but uh, Charlie, you're gonna take the opposite stance. Uh, I will. I will. I will take on the stance of possibly
0: uh, the U.S. government, the Fed, the Senate,
1: and <laughs> AOC. All, a, yeah, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez.
0: Oh, what a what a what a woman! Did you see her dress at the uh, uh, Met Gala?
1: No, I did not. Like, this is terrible that they, we're talking exactly the second person we talk about with this politician. Like the <laughs> greatest uh, feminist? politician around at the minute yeah okay okay what her dress. well no tell me about check it, it out, check no me. come on it was, it was a good dress also uh, we can in the in, in the interest of balancing it out bonds at the um, yeah at, at the premiere of james bond was awesome the pink tux oh yeah
0: that was that was that was Love too that. good um yeah her her dress uh it's a politician by the way um Alejandro
1: something Cortez. Alexandra Oscar Cortez.
0: Cortez. Uh, she famously is a very good politician in the U.S. government who petitions against a lot of a lot of uh, anti-poverty, uh, anti-racist, um, and I guess. Um, kind of taxing, ta- make, making sure to tax the, the the rich in the US and she mm. wore a dress covered in money and in red at the back of it said tax the rich. which <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's pretty bold for a politician to wear at a gala. But anyway, um, let's let's dig in. Has Where do you want to start? Because there's so many different angles to this. Um, yes. Let's just, let's, let's just jump right um, in.
1: Okay, so... Where I'm gonna start is uh, Facebook and Instagram and whatsapp is it's harder. it's hard to just start out nowhere, but uh, I guess yeah <laughs> I think, yeah, well, I think, I think... My, my view is the that they aren't too powerful uh, and that this is also this isn't the first thing. That has come. This isn't the only thing that's happened this week. Facebook have come under scrutiny for two reasons. There's another woman that used to work for uh, Facebook that has come out and said, and this is more interesting to me, that uh, Facebook have no no know inside that their AI uh, causes things like uh, body dysmorphia and anxiety and stuff like that. That and actually their AI have left. Um, to its own devices intentionally makes people angrier that's the um, one it's
0: the yeah it's the, the hate driven um, um yeah messaging and like content that's based on specific behavior hmm. uh so for example if you've like if you are, have been inactive in the app and you log back in um the obviously we'll Kind of show content based on your kind of web behavior, but mm. also you know for example, if you've been off the app and you've been looking at some some news articles related to maybe a specific protest, they may be like a an article from like a really weird uh, like source that maybe takes a different view and then that sways that certain person to the view that potentially uh, they didn't have before but yep. um, maybe it's a little bit more violent and hate infilled
1: But it can also be more... Uh, can be more pointless than that or more inane. It, it just is sort of... Uh, one of the things it does, have you ever seen a cat video or whatever and it has just absurdly loud music? Mm. Um, yes. The, the AI favours those videos because you are more likely to comment, turn the music down. mm mm-hmm uh so ang- that sort of anger triggered by uh something silly like the loud music um causes it uh, causes you to comment and then also it's the ai is more likely to favor um so i watch a lot of movie clips on youtube and i'm thinking to get them on instagram and as well now i think what it does is it favors uh clips the, the youtube clips i watch it doesn't have the movie in the title or the, de- the description which means you have to go into the comment section to find out what film it is. Yeah, which is just is sort of this uh, AI learning to be more pointless than anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Uh, it's,
1: it's favoring videos that you you sort of have to engage with, and it's causing you to, it, it quite often causing you to be angry. Mm. Um, okay, okay.
0: So let's so let's take that. So if it's causing all of this kind of social unrest
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh from 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 that standpoint um and we can kind of see it as an outlet uh for uh for fake news um mm-hmm. now you know we've we've got that and then we've got two positive applications whatsapp and um instagram who yep. arguably have done way much better than facebook and facebook is an entity we would maybe see is kind of slowly starting to not be used a lot by a lot of users. But why? Why should we not break up something like Facebook now that um, now that it's causing a lot of harm to to potential users? Um, and that you know, in recent in recent, mm. uh, recent times, Zuckerberg's been called up uh, upon a lot of things, including um, GDPR. Um, and, and many other not uh not criminal activities but hmm. you know the Cambridge Analytica scandal um also Facebook being a part of uh you know vote, voting uh unfair voting within the kind of the U.S.
1: um so you've mentioned quite a few things there and where you're landing on now uh as i'm understanding you you're saying that because, one of the reasons that you're suggesting that facebook should be broken up is because yep. of mark zuckerberg um and not, his, not, him not, being not, a controversial not, figure yeah well not 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 him personally but what he what he's what he's representing now um and so just just to address that one point uh what the government the government had broken up companies before the us government um and even when they, in in the language and how they propose to break up these companies, at no point do they discuss removing Mark Zuckerberg as a shareholder or uh, as the owner of the shares of the company. So he would still be controlling owner of Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. They would just be, theoretically on paper, separate entities.
0: Yeah, no, don't worry. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. to be clear, clear, I'm not um, suggesting that. Uh, no, what I'm saying is,
1: I know uh, that point that I think is interesting. That a lot of people, um, a lot of people would want these companies to be broken up. And one of the things that I look at is, um, well, you can break them up, but they'll still be, they'll still have synergy. They'll still be working together, and they'll still be profiting the same exact people. Mm. Uh, and for mm. instance, uh, they actually call it a uh, duopoly, uh, mm-hmm. where Facebook and Google uh combined kind of have a uh codependent relationship in which they have just as much of a monopoly as Mm -hmm. uh facebook and whatsapp Mm -hmm. you know their synergy between facebook and google is to such a high degree that they essentially operate in the same like if if you are against monopolies so all i'm saying is i'm not against breaking up Mm companies, if Mm. I've never, I don't understand how in this instance, it would change the behavior of the companies. And Mm. I also don't understand how it would benefit the consumer. And then to top it off, the only reason we all use WhatsApp is because it's free. Yeah, Uh, It has and for some reason, uh, which is amazingly surprising. Uh, it has end-to-end encryption, which means Facebook cannot read a single message that you have on WhatsApp unless it's in a group chat. Mm. So Facebook can't read your data on WhatsApp. But it can, um, but it can on Instagram. It can on Instagram, but then they... they mm, yeah, so we can get into that. That's a separate topic. But all I'm yeah. saying is on the topic of... Uh, on the topic of simply breaking them up... Mm. Um, they will profit the same people after mm-hmm. um, and they will work together in the same way. However, you might have to pay for WhatsApp. Mm. That would probably be the main change after the breakup.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I think for for what we've seen, mm. the usage of Facebook now, like you said before, with these annoying videos, it's mm. not what is not. The, the useful tool that has been in the past. Like, mm. you barely go on Facebook if only to maybe check a few events or a few messages. Mm. Um, like, if, if, if that. Mm. Um, now, surely it is possibly better for, say, like Zuckerberg and his company mm. to have something like Facebook uh, not shut down, but like kind of broken down into useful assets and things that they can use to grow applications like WhatsApp and Instagram into into you know to help them grow into the tools that they are and maybe they could maybe become better than what they are kind of currently um it's just an it's it's, it's an idea because what i see now with facebook is it causes a lot of civil and anxiety to a lot of people i think mainly because uh of the of the privacy between uh between nations um between kind of the the fake news um angle
1: perhaps what i'd like to see in that regard um is uh and i'm quite surprised this hasn't happened um but I would like to see a lawsuit against Cambridge Analytica or a lawsuit against Facebook from the people that claim to be affected by it. Um, mm. One of the things I believe that uh, there isn't a lawsuit in existence is because there is not. You know, the the techniques that uh, Donald Trump used. And the techniques that uh, Boris Johnson and the Brexit Party campaign used uh, Mm -hmm. were not and are not still uh, illegal techniques. And they are techniques that are used by both left and right. It was just that they spent more money and more time and more effort in those Mm -hmm. things. Um, That is the primary difference. That's why they won. It's a bit like uh, there's probably a lot of politicians who got in purely because they understood that they needed to buy TV advertising because that's Mm. where their audience was. That's where Mm -hmm. the vote was uh, seeking in news. And these were the two, the Brexit and uh, Donald Trump were the first, for whatever reason, to fully utilise social media as a way of getting their message out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither, um, this is what upsets me about politics in general, because it, by that definition, both sides are just as bad. One of them was just better at the system. They both had the same access to Facebook. That's mm. what I'm trying to get across. That's why yeah. there was no lawsuit, because they one was just better at it.
0: Yeah, um, no, that's that's a really interesting point. Um,
1: it's still it's still disturbing. I think us as a society have a responsibility to. Uh, absorb this information, you know, if you're upset by Donald Trump getting in, and I think this is good that everyone has done research and that research has been brought to you by some of these big companies, you know, the fact that I learned most about, uh, you know, how Google and uses our data through YouTube. It's kind of this irony that i'm learning through the things that you know i'm sure loads of the people their outrage comes through things they're learning on facebook and instagram yeah which is these are the institutions you're upset about but they're the ones actually that are bringing you far more information than you've ever had before
0: exactly yeah i mean yeah yeah you're
1: right i mean it it really kind of
0: depends on on us you know there was a very there was an interesting video that kind of came up a long time ago and it was when mark zuckerberg actually went into the senate when he was called up upon mm. a number of things but he actually made like a mockery of the he did senate did real
1: damage to the senate he,
0: yeah yeah huge damage to the senate I and mean, he made them look absolutely uh, they, stupid and ridiculous because because they because they didn't really understand and know a lot of, okay, so maybe his business model, uh, you know, Facebook in terms of like the technology. But in terms of like regulation and these mm-hmm. uh, big tech companies being regulated, there needs to be more. And I think sometimes it can't be down to the government to regulate all these big tech companies. Sometimes it's down to us to do it as well.
1: Yes. Well, actually, what I, so what I think with, um, I think laws are better than regulation. And what I mean, I'll explain what I mean by that. Um, essentially, uh, what works? I'm going to give another example uh, of McDonald's, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, as I understand what you're saying, so you, you're, you're talking we're to, from what you're talking about, you're talking about how the fact that the Senate in America doesn't really understand tech companies. And so how can they legislate what they don't understand? Yes, Which is 100%, that's where I'm coming from. Um, they, these companies need to be held accountable, but they, we shouldn't expect or want to ask politicians to do that. It's not their job. Um, mm-hmm. What should happen is uh, a person say, uh, in, in Facebook's instance, this woman that's just come out, she has said that Facebook are aware that their AI leads to eating disorders. In that instance, a woman that uses their app that has an eating disorder should, you know, should file a class action lawsuit. So not her personally, but like uh, a charity that goes after these companies and they plenty of them exist. And I'm sure this is already happening, should be building up a class action lawsuit against Facebook. Um, And that lawsuit will have to show will have to say, look, this person, uh, because of your app, uh, developed an eating disorder. And Facebook will then have to go. Okay, well, how is that different from Vogue magazine causing an eating disorder, or from the Marvel movies having all these supermodels causing an eating disorder? And Facebook mm-hmm. can also say, but our app also and our AI, if she, look at if she was to search for healthy food or healthy lifestyles, look at how it redirects you to these things.
0: It would have because for that, of yeah. your
1: yeah. a an individual's. Uh, it, and then, but at the end of it, I think hopefully what would happen is. Uh, they they have to prove this, but they should. And, but it should be possible if it's true to prove that Facebook's AI led to an eating disorder, and then you can say, okay, well, you now need to pay. Theoretically, you've caused this much in medical bills to the NHS or to insurance to private healthcare, uh, and this person was pursuing this career and couldn't do it because they didn't have enough energy and stuff like that. And so you'll have to pay them this much in compensation. In that way, Facebook will have to pay that out to everyone affected, which could be an enormous amount of money. And then Mm -hmm. they will have a real financial incentive to fix that going forward. Mm. Um, And it it won't involve what the issue with asking politicians to do it is one, you don't even know if they're guilty. You haven't gone through this process Like we have, generally, we just have a feeling that they're guilty. Uh, um, We don't, we haven't poured into any data. We haven't looked at their AI. We haven't understood how their companies run. We have we barely scratched the surface. We've got all this information online, but it's so random and it's all biased. Mm -hmm. Um, And no one, no one stood and sat down for two weeks and listened to both sides. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would be the best outcome is a class action lawsuit and that what uh, people i think i imagine people rolling their eyes this is what happened to mcdonald's so someone sued them because they were fat and everyone yeah. laughed at that lawsuit but they won mm. and actually it had amazing repercussions face uh, mcdonald's could no longer advertise that they were healthy lifestyle Health. food
0: yeah yeah okay Facebook, and it changed
1: the entire way McDonald's operates. And McDonald's mm. are pretty amazing in the UK now. Yeah. Um, but no so one sees ma- them as lifestyle food. And that's what needs to happen with Facebook and Instagram. They, either they, they might need to even change the fact that they call themselves social media.
0: Yeah, I think, I think um, with, with Instagram specifically on that, on that case you were talking mm-hmm. about, because I think uh, this is all, it's based on user behavior. And at the end of the day, if you submit a class action lawsuit Mm. based on something that has led you to do something uh, via your interaction with Instagram, Mm. there can be kind of like a a breadcrumb trail back to the point where you made a first click onto something on Instagram that Mm. led you to... But then that's, that's then based on your behavior and your consent to decide to go down that route where then Instagram believes that you are interested in that specific bit of content or these images. And there are measures in place for you. If you don't like a specific piece of content to, to, to uh, kind of let them know that this is not the stuff that I like to like to follow. Um, But maybe we'll start to see with it, with influences within the posts that they make, Mm. That uh, this is not a representation of of my body or real life because I've had my like my ass photoshopped like a bit. <laughs> <I don't> no, know. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but, but yeah, I th- I think on this on the side of the the government and the Fed, I think it's very very hard for me to have that standpoint because I think um, because I know very well that the government can't regulate uh, big tech all the time, um, and I think that regulation needs to. Uh, sorry, lawmaking needs to improve um, so that it can be kind of paralleled against big tech, so we can work with them rather than uh, against them.
1: Yes. Um, well, I, the, the thing is, that generally, so that's what, so are you saying, uh, I want, I think I'd like you to elaborate a bit more on that, because I'm just sure. trying to get my head around, You're you're saying that um right now uh you you want to get to a point where the government says what big tech is allowed to do and then yeah. big tech acts within those lines yes yes i am so what i'm going to say what I, my issue with that um but the way that i believe that our society is philosophically set up and what i think is important is we wait until Problems occur, and then we give what, what the government's responsibility to do is give uh, that individual who's been affected by Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp has the power to take them to court. Now they might need to raise money, and they may need to, you know, so they've got to work to get a lawyer or to get a charity to care, or to <laughs> most importantly, they just need to gather up more people to show that they aren't alone, um, and. Uh, they can do that thanks to facebook and instagram and whatsapp that will make it easier um but then um and then say this is what facebook has done to us this is how they've wronged us
0: um
1: and this is this is why we use these apps and this is how they deceived us a bit like um what i think facebook kind of does uh wrong is this sort of hyper uh this sort of extended version of when you go to mcdonald's and you say i'll get the big mac meal and they say would you like a supersize and it's the extension of that you just sort of go oh yeah it's 20p more but it's Mm -hmm. it's it's the extension of that is you look at someone who probably has an eating disorder on instagram you go they look great And then they show you 16 other people that look like that Mm -hmm. in a pool of 7 billion. But, you know, and it's the way that it recommends and the way that you you click on, and then there's, and the AI is sort of developing this personality of someone with an eating disorder and not doing anything about it. Mm. Um, But we would never, I don't think uh, with hindsight, it was that easy to predict that that would be the issue. and a reason I wouldn't want to create too stringent a set of guidelines for every, because con- otherwise, then you're creating a precedent that government should predict issues, which I don't think is uh, smart because of the amount of times where technology has uh, been enab- enabled us to evade issues. So, the example in that instance is uh, when Uber first set up. Uh, they were, they set it up illegally and mm-hmm. governments tried, uh, taxi companies, Uber wasted a lot of money having to fight lawsuits against taxi companies, uh, and stuff like uh, and things like that. And many other people with less money could have set up an Uber style app. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that taxi companies had their monopoly was because they, they had these sort of licenses. It's certainly in London, you'd have to buy a license to be a taxi driver um, which prevented loads of people from being able to make a living, loads of people that had to turn to UBI and other things that could have easily got at that point, gotten a sat-nav and mm-hmm. been a taxi driver. But they made it um, a qualification because when they were setting up the rules, they couldn't imagine a computer that had a map in it. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah. they said, oh, you've got and you can't not know every street of London off the top of your head and be a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. That's what that's the issue with the government. It's like that silly. And we would have had in the UK, we would have made Uber a long time ago uh, or we would have just had people driving taxis. And then the valid concern after would have been safety. Well, now taxi drivers are seen as more dangerous than Uber drivers because you can rate every single Uber driver. Yeah. so and uber drivers can rate customers and people trust that star rating more than they trust the because it's more reliable yeah it's based on what they are actually like as a driver and Mm -hmm. my experience of taxi drivers in london is they're miserable and my experience of uber drivers is very polite uh very reliable
0: well well it's 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 based on it's based on peer reviews Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, yeah, we can get on, we can get on to, to the, the competence of, mm. of Uber like an, another day for sure. Mm.
1: Um, but all I'm saying is, you could say uh, you, the government could put in some sort of ban on AI uh, without understanding that there's Oxford are working on an AI that uh, prevents uh, social anxiety. Mm. You know what I mean? There, there may be an AI that Facebook can just plug in and Facebook have every incentive not to create eating disorders. It's just an, in my opinion, it's an unfortunate downside of human nature. It's actually, it's the the programming inside humans. that's broken.
0: Yeah. So you have
1: to design a computer that's twice as smart as it would otherwise need to be to account for the fact that humans, uh, like to be angry or engage with anger more than they do with happiness.
0: Mm. Very good, very good. So I think those are some good lasting remarks. Um, yes. I think. Uh, I think you know, in terms of where we go from here, um, mm. like you said, it, it will be kind of a a case by case basis and you know maybe we are waiting for that one big facebook story scandal lawsuit who knows but i think at the end of the day the, the the big tech companies can only work within the laws and the regulations that are put in front of them and if they if they abide by them then they then they continue operating and if they don't they get fined. And then, and, and that's just, and that's the way, and that's the way it is. Hmm. And if there's, n- there's no more regulation that's called upon by the tech companies or by uh, the government bodies, then we just continue hmm. to exist in this kind of um, landscape where the, you know, the tech companies can, can operate how they want. Um, and obviously profit off the, off the, you know, well, on Facebook and, and what's up on Instagram's case, the, the ads that they serve us because we are no longer um, a, a kind of a, a user anymore. We are a a number to, I guess, send certain certain ads to to make x number of x number of money. And they're not they're not social media companies. They're they're advertisement companies, mm. which is which is an interesting standpoint. But yeah, is there anything that you'd like to kind of remark as, as we as we close out the session, sir?
1: Yes, uh, I think the these topics are super interesting and they're super polarizing, but at the end of the day, we live amazing lives um, exactly. and we are moving forward. We are only using these apps because in large part, they help us connect with our friends and our family. We get to see pictures of uh, us when we were younger, our parents when they were younger at parties and comment and share. Uh, and enjoy life uh, and the reason everyone is so polarized is because we don't like to see any person no matter how small insignificant or any any marginalized group we don't like to see any suffering unfortunately that is the way the world is and so we we're just uh, but it's it's a it's amazing to me how many people care and want to solve these issues mm. i think that's the that's the, that's the thing that gives me hope.
0: Exactly. And I think, you know, there's only going to be positive new products and technologies that come out of mm. these companies. Um, we're already starting to see, um, well. A, a, large,
1: real- a large amount of socialising in my neighbourhood now is done on an app called Nextdoor. Uh, but- completely off Facebook, got nothing to do with it. Uh, It's a UK-based company, so it's unlikely Facebook will buy it. Um, But also what I wanted to say about, um, we we didn't get onto it today, but to me, a monopoly is when someone buys a product and then destroys it. So some people say Facebook's a monopoly because WhatsApp were challenging it and then they bought it. Um, But actually, the owner of WhatsApp, he was pressured into buying, into selling but only pressured because he feared the competition um, from Facebook and that Facebook were planning on competing with him. There was no element of uh, and buying and then destroying Mm -hmm. that I know of, but if people know of instances where apps have been bought just so that Facebook could destroy them and not introduce them into their line of services, that's different. Um, And I'd like to hear them. There we go. Cool. All right. Good topic. Thank you very much, Jolly. Glad you're well and happy and living Thank life and felt you, good enough to do this everybody. episode.
0: Thanks, I'll everyone. Publish Have this a good
1: night. Love you all. Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.